What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the My Mike and I podcast, episode 130. Man, that's another milestone. Hey, before we get into this week's show, I did want to thank my man, Generic Sports, for producing the instrumental playing in the background. You can check out more of his work on SoundCloud, Twitter, Instagram, uh, Bandcamp. Just search up Generic Sports, no tricky spelling, help support your local producers. As well as, I uh, gotta thank my man Vince Correa for designing the My Mike and I logo that you are seeing in your screen. He also helps out a ton too with the graphics that go into the My Mike and I Instagram page. If you're on Instagram, go ahead and follow the My Mike and I Instagram page at my period Mike and period I. One more time, that's at my period Mike and period I. Um, you know, typically I promote the podcast. Obviously, I take little snippets from the YouTube. Sometimes just audio snippets. I try and have like a, a quote from the artist or from the guest of that week's show to highlight and accentuate that, you know, what that artist said and kind of the message that he left for, through that entire interview. Um, although right now I'm kind of feeling like I should go through another little social media break, even post-election. I know like during the week of the election, I was kind of hesitant to even really open any social media apps just with all the hate that was being spewed but um yeah i don't know we'll see um but I, i'll try and be an active on that account at least as much as i can and then you know you can follow me on twitter at underscore noah alvarez uh, i like to promote the podcast but then again like i said I, i'm just might be taking a break from that at least but you can you know follow me for other content sports commentary music movies all that kind of good stuff and uh just get to know me a little bit better and those are also the two good platforms or two best platforms that you can re- reach out to me about being on the show, any feedback for the show, any ideas, you know, I'd really appreciate that, you know, greatly appreciate that. Before we get into this week's show too, you know, if you're listening on Apple, be sure to leave a rating and review, uh, be sure to subscribe, be sure to follow, be sure to like the page, wherever you're listening to, greatly appreciate you guys and your support for the My Mike and I podcast. That being said, no ad reads this week, so let's go ahead and get into this week's guest. Can I get a drum roll, please? This week's guest is none other than KOLA. He's an artist out of the IE. For those of you who are unfamiliar with Southern California, that's the Inland Empire, Riverside County. And um, KOLA, I actually met him through social media, so I haven't actually got to meet him in person. Because of the distance, we recorded this podcast over Zoom, and this was a while back. I want to say it was either the last weekend of September or the first weekend of October, and uh, he has a new single out. He didn't get a chance to talk about it, I believe, on the podcast. It's Necesito. You can listen to him anywhere, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, of course. Be sure to check him out on Instagram. He plugs it at the end. Um, I can plug it right here, too, in the beginning. It's at K-O, spelled K-A-Y. OH.LA. Um, you can check him out, like I said, on all listening platforms. Really fun conversation. Really happy that I was able to get an interview with him. So, without further ado, hope you enjoy the conversation with KOLA and myself. So, I wanted to ask you because, you know, you got the Salvadoran flag in the background. Are you from El Salvador? Or you got family from El Salvador? I actually do have a lot of family from El Salvador. So, like, my mom, she's Salvadorian. So, um, yeah, she's from there. So like, I have a I have a lot of cousins out there as well. I wasn't born out there. I was born in LA, but um, I got a lot of family from there. <laughs> yeah, bro. Right on, man. How, tell me how you got uh, came up with your name, the origins of it. Oh, Ko. Yeah. <laughs> Ko LA. So high school, bro. I would just like, I was just so into like. I was a dumbass kid, bro. I was just, like, doing bad shit. It was, like, 
I kind of regret certain things. But um, fighting a lot, bro. It's just like, I, I'm not trying to sound cocky and then that shit, but like, I was always a good fighter, like, you know, type shit. And then like, um, one of my friends, he's all like, yo, I'm gonna name you K.O. And then I was like, okay, I guess so. Like, yeah, let's get it. Damn, and then okay. so ever since then, like, he started naming me, naming me, me KO and all that. Like, and every everybody started calling me KO. And then from there, I was just like, I got into music. And then I was just like, yo, like, I don't want to change my name to something else because everybody already calls me KO. You get yeah. me? So it's like, uh, might as well just like, just stick to the name, make it into music as well. You feel me? Like, all right. That's what's up. Did you have any like freaking like popular or like viral videos of you fighting or not? <laughs> I actually do. It's there's <laughs> one video, bro. Like one video that was crazy. And I, I kind of felt bad, but I don't know what happened to it. Like it was it was crazy though. It was, yeah. I feel bad though. Did you ever do like boxing or MMA stuff like at the gym or anything? You know, oh, yeah. about it? Um, um I'm currently in boxing right now. I used to go boxing back then, like but the same gym and all that. It's mm-hmm. like shout out to Shot Fit. <laughs> but uh yeah. Uh I've always been into boxing, but I've just like I've never I've always been on and off. You get me like like I just go and then I stop going and then yeah. I go. And then like this year I barely start getting back into it because I'm just trying to like worry about my health and everything right now you know quarantine yeah. got you doing things you feel me <laughs> yeah we got a bunch of time so we gotta like figure out things that are gonna be good for us like long term and shit you know because we can't be doing like the partying or going oh, yeah. out concerts nothing you know that sucks i mean they certain people still be partying yeah <laughs> some people yeah like a, small, a small group of people Oh, uh, yeah, man. I think I'm one of those people, too, <laughs> low-key. <laughs> hey. <laughs> you got to be careful, uh, yeah. you know, with that, you know? Uh, yeah, I always got to be careful with that because it's just like, I don't know, this coronavirus thing, is, it's crazy, bro. It's, it's just, it has people, like, tripping out, you know? Because mm-hmm. you never know if it's a lie or a truth, you get mm-hmm. me? Yeah. Man, it's just, It's crazy. Yeah, it seemed like it turned very political and, like, depending on what side you are, like, the other side's kind of screaming at you, like, hey, like, this is dumb or, hey, this is bad. And I just feel like both yeah. sides are so so anti one another that they can't even, like, put their heads together and ignore their differences and be yeah. like, well, we got to, like, take care of this first, you know? Yeah, I feel like they're just scaring each other. Yeah. Like, yo, it's real. It's not real. It's real. It's not real. It's real. It's not. You get me? They just keep going back and forth, back and forth. But like, only God knows, you know, mm-hmm. if it's real or not. But it's just like, God, government, there. They're only the only those people know if right. it's like, yeah. <laughs> we just got off topic, but hey, that's dope. Right. That's <laughs> it's right. dope. What was your uh, initial like reaction to like when everything first started shutting down in March, whether it was school districts and concerts and everything? What was your initial reaction? damn i kind of got hurt i was like damn like i gotta be locked inside the house you know like because i'm a very outgoing person i love going out like i love go i love being productive and all that i don't like being home not doing shit you feel me Mm -hmm. but it's just like it sucked bro because it's just like um it was hard because it's like you can't go to studios because like i guess people like certain people were like kind of iffy like yo you can't you can't you know like what if you have it. You can't come right here and all that. So I don't want to get it, like, pass it around and all that. But, like, um, it just sucks, bro, because I love partying. Yeah. I love, I love, I love 
making music, especially I love performing. So like that took the biggest impact in me because it's like, it sucks because it's like each month, me and my brother, Reggie Levy, I think you know him. All right. You've heard of him. Yeah, Reggie Levy, like, we would always perform each month, like, have, like, a couple shows. And then it's just, like, it sucks because it's, like, this year, like, we're starting off good and all that. Like, yo, we had a show with Xavier Wolf and all that. Yeah. And and after we're just getting it, they shut everything down. So it's, like, damn, now we can't do nothing. It yeah. just sucks, bro. Yeah. It sucks. <laughs> yeah, it's a huge adjustment, too. And I think, uh, like, it's a, my bad. I didn't mean to cut you off, but I just think. You good, bro. You good. I feel like they, you know, like some people started doing like they had the whole DJ battles, right? Like between like, you know, Timbaland versus oh, yeah. T-Pain or something like that. And then like some artists were doing like IG live concerts. I think like uh -huh. towards June, they kind of reopened, right? June, they like, kind of reopened. And then like you could do like outdoor type venues, like small, like open mic stuff. And then like very quickly, I think numbers rised before 4th of July. So they were like, oh, now we got to shut that shit down. Yeah. But nah, it, bro. That shit sucked. Yeah. yeah. It sucked. Because it's like, we were literally going back to everything, how it was and all that. But then they just said like, yo, now we're going back to quarantine. Y'all lock, we locking y'all down again. You, yeah. You know? So it just sucks, bro. Because it's like, we had that little taste of like fun again. Yeah. And then, boom. Hell no, nah, you can't have it. It's like giving a candy to a little kid, like giving the candy to a little kid. Like they taste it. They want to do it again. They want to eat that candy again. But it's like, I can't give it back to you. Yeah. It's bad for you. <laughs> <laughs> see, uh, see, so you had, a, you had a much more PG version. I was going to say, it's like getting blue balls, right? Like uh, you, just, you just get a little tease and you're like, oh, yo, we're about to do this. And then. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. That too. See, I was just trying to be all that. You feel me? But like, you want to go there? Let's go there. <laughs> <laughs> That was, cool, that. Uh, uh, that was yeah. Thanks, bro. <laughs> yeah. So backtracking a little bit, take me back to the beginning. Like, who were some of the artists you were listening to as a kid, a teenager, etc., etc.? Uh, to be honest, as when I was a kid, I would listen to reggaeton. Okay. Always, always. Like, I grew up into listening to that because my mom and my dad they would always listen to that type of music. So like Daddy Yankee, Hector Father, let's see, Wisin Yandel. Uh, Tegol Calderon, you know, like, uh, like all the older artists and all that, like of Spanish. Mm -hmm. So growing, kind of growing up. So like, that was like kind of elementary. Like I would always listen to like just reggaeton all, all the time and all that. But then when I got to like seventh grade, uh, my dad had like this little iPod, MP3, you know, the little ones mm -hmm. from back in the days. Like, yeah, I, yeah. Yeah. I grabbed those. I got it from him. I mean. I said, I grabbed it. <laughs> I got it from him. And then, like, I started listening to his music. And then he had 50 Cent. So that's oh. when I got introduced to 50 Cent. And then The Game. And then, like, Lil Wayne. Let's see. Uh, who else was it? Eminem. Yeah. And it's just, like, I started listening to rap. So I was like, okay, like, yo, this shit hard as hell. Yeah. Like, I like this. This is dope. Like, and it was, it was just dope. That's the type of like music I would grow up, like listening growing up to and all that. Mm -hmm. It was pretty dope though. So, and then like, as years start evolving, you know, like you have new artists coming out, Kanye West. Yeah. He was, bro, he was a goat. I was like, yeah. bro, he's a goat, like no cap. And then, uh, let's see, I think it was like 2015, uh, 2000, 
14, 15, I started, nah, 15 or 16. That's when I started listening to, like, trap, like, Lil Uzi. Okay. Playboy Cardi and all that. Yeah. Like, and then Tory Lanez. It was my favorite artist. I He's still my favorite artist, bro. I don't know. I, he's just, him as an artist, he's just, like, he's amazing, bro. Yeah. I feel yeah. that. I, I feel like, though, as a fan, though, it's kind of hard to back him right now, especially with all yeah, the Yeah, so it's just like, ah. Nah, it was crazy, bro, because I posted, you know, like, yeah, he just dropped his old album. Yeah. I posted it, and then, like, you know, like, you have those people, like, oh, you, like, you support him and all that. So I was like, ah. I kind of took that post down because I was like, I'm not trying to get, like, hate because I like, I like his music, you feel me? Because it's yeah. like, because you never know, like, what happens behind doors. Like, people could say, yo, this happened, this happened, this happened. But in reality, did it really happen? You get me? Yeah. It's just like. Because, you know, industry-wise, it's kind of like, there's a lot of stuff that we don't know right. that goes on behind doors. So it's just like, I don't know. I just feel like it's, it is hard to, like, defend him behind and all that. But he's a dope artist. That's You can't take that. You can't take talent away from a person. That's for sure. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I think, I think it's been challenging, at least, like, the past five to ten years, right? We've had, like, Chris Brown kind of had his whole situation with Rihanna and, you know, yeah. he made a bunch of bops, R. Oh, Kelly yeah. and getting caught, you yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. But he had really good music too. And I'm drawing a blank on the third one, but I feel I like, think... go ahead. Uh, let's see. I was thinking of another artist, but he just, it just went blank. <laughs> yeah. Kind of, I guess Kanye too. I mean, that's so much like legal trouble, but just like his political views and the stuff he'd say, uh, like he got a lot of people like, you know, kind of feeling weird about him now, but like musically, like all those people are geniuses, you know? It's, oh, like, yeah. it's like, how do you, like, just cancel all their music when, when they're fucking geniuses, you know? Yeah, they're, they're great. Like, I make music, it's... Come on, if they, if they were trash or whatever, they would not make it to billboards. They would not make it, like, call them hits or something, you feel me? But at the end of the day, it's just like, they have good-ass music. Chris yeah. Brown especially, he's a... <laughs> He's a goat, bro. He's a uh, goat. He, he was so smooth with it, man. Yeah, he, with his little stomp the yard dancing moves and all that. You get me? Like, yeah, yeah. Bro, that movie. Yeah, that movie's hard. Like, yeah. He, Chris Brown is, he's, he's good with making music. Mm -hmm. For sure. Hell yeah. So when did, when did you first start making music? Ooh, that's a tough one. <laughs> well, uh, let's see. I started making music... I would always, like, write when I was younger. Like, I would always... Because I would listen to my cousins. My cousins, you know, like... Because where we used to live, it used to be, like, my house and then my aunt's house. She lived next by us. So, like, every night, like, my cousins would always freestyle. Mm. Like, and, and I would hear them, and I would be like, okay, that's dope. Like, I wish I could do that. So I started trying to do it, like, in my room while hearing them. So I would be in my room, like... When my cousin would stop, I would go. I'd be like, but he wouldn't, they wouldn't know. So I would do it like low key, you feel me? Yeah. So that was like middle school. And then middle school, like I would start writing and everything. I would never take it serious, bro. Cause it's just like, you know, music is just like, for me, it was, I loved it, but I would just, I didn't see myself doing it. You yeah. Me? And then um, I got to middle school and then uh, I was just writing ninth grade. That's when I started like meeting certain people that used to do music. Like, um, my brother Nino, rest in peace. Like he passed away, like Damn. in 2018. But mm -hmm. um, he introduced me, like, yo, you should start taking it serious. You know, like you should start recording music. So like we would always record. So that was like, 
think I was like 15, 16, no, 14 or 15, around there. I was like 14, 15, already recording music in the garage and all that. So, like, he introduced me. And that's when I started taking it. Like, all right, I'm going to be a rapper, I guess. And I would go I would go by another name, though. I, I wasn't going by, like, Kaya. Okay. That was, like, younger, younger, younger. Yeah. And then um, that's when we started doing it. And then, like, I stopped for a while. And then I met, in 2017, I met Reggie. Mm-hmm. And then Reggie was like, yo, yo, we got to do something, like, take this serious. And then we started doing it. We started making music. And ever since then, we just been going back to back. But I had a, had a break, like, during 2018. Well, like, when my 2018-19, like, I stopped for booming and, like, making music because it's just, like, I was going through a lot of shit. So I was just, like, my mind wasn't really there. So yeah. that's when we started coming back again. So it's just like, yeah, I just been on and off, but now I'm just trying to go like full throttle, bro. And when I was trying to go full throttle and all that, like this quarantine shit happened. <laughs> so it's yeah. like, uh, it's like, damn, it sucks. Yeah. It definitely makes it more challenging, you know, cause I was, I felt like the same way with the podcast this year and a few other projects that I wanted to start it. And I feel like some things you still can do, but you have to just like adjust. But then there's like just flat out other things like, that's yeah. just really tough to do, you know what I'm saying? Because it's either banned or frowned upon or, like, you can't have that many people together. So it's kind of crazy. But, I mean, I feel like – I don't think it'll be over, over, like, cra- like completely over. But I feel like things are going to open up by, like, next February, hopefully, like, pretty decently. And, and, and things will get better by next summer. I'm, I'm hoping, like, next summer – it won't be, like, 100% back to normal, but, like, 90%. I hope so, bro, because this is, like – I'm trying to perform again. <laughs> yeah. I, that's, like, one of the things that I'm, like, most excited for coming back. Like, I was excited for clubs. I was like, yo, I'm finally going to go back, turning up and all that. But, nah, I just thought about it. I was like, nah, like, turning up and all, it's all fun and all that. But it's just, like, what is that going to help me doing with my career? You feel me? Yeah. So, it's might as well, like, performing, that's helping, helping me because it's, like, it's growing my fan base and all that. You feel me? So, yeah. it's, like, that's going to help a lot. A lot. <laughs> <laughs> what was the uh, first ever time you performed? Damn. It was in Riverside. It was in 2017. I opened up for Self Provoked. Uh, well, Reggie opened up and then he brought me out. He was like, yo, like, it's my brother. And then I started performing the song. I was stiff as hell, bro. I was, I remember, I see, it. I still have the videos, like, where, like, <laughs> I'm just like, uh, <laughs> I'm stiff as hell. <laughs> it's, it's funny, bro, because it's like you see from the first time you perform yeah. to now, it's just like, whoa, that's like the biggest improvement ever. But yeah, that was the first time. That was like, it wasn't like the big stage and whatever. It was like, you had a couple like heads, like 20 heads inside the little venue. Yeah. But then uh, the biggest, biggest show was PNB Rock, bro. Okay. At the observatory. Damn. And then like, yeah. That's when I met, like, you know, 80 and all them. Uh, at that show, I met them. So Dang, it's just okay. like, uh, we performed, bro. I was still stiff. I was just like, yo. Because it was like, bro, you have thousands of people inside that venue. So it was like, I was like, bro, you sure you want me to go up with you? Like, <laughs> like, like that's just scary as hell. Like, I remember, I remember, bro, when we were on the way to, like, um, uh, I think it's, in Santa Ana, right? The observatory. Yeah. I always get confused with like Anaheim and Santa Ana. But um, 
we were on the way. I was in the car, bro. I remember Reggie's all like, bro, you good? <laughs> and I was in the car just quiet. I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was scared as shit. Like, those are memories, though. Right and on. then once you go on the stage, it's like, it's different, though. It's a different vibe. Like, you forget about, like, all the, like, you're not nervous no more. You're just like, oh, shit, like, I'm here to do this. I'm yeah. here to do this. You feel me? Like, yeah, that was the first time I ever performed that. So it's Damn. Scary. <laughs> Do you have any, like, pre – before a performance, do you have any, like, pre-game rituals, kind of things you have to do to kind of, like, ease your nerves? Um, Yeah. So, like, sometimes I'll be, like – I'll be so quiet, bro. Like, everybody's out chatting and talking and all that. And then I'm just right there, like, just, like, so quiet. So, it's just, like, I'm just trying to calm myself down, you feel me? And then, yeah. like, but every time we go to, like, behind stage before we actually touch the stage, because let's just, like, backstage and then you go to the stage right there. Um. I always pray, bro. We always pray. Like, we always, we just be like, yo, like, I hope everything goes good and everything, you know, like, because it's just like, I don't know, I feel like prayers help you before yeah. you go. Like, that's, well, that's one ritual we always do, prayers. And then the other ritual we do after shows, we go hit Denny's. Hey, okay, okay. <laughs> that's the vibe right there, bro. We hit Denny's. That's, that's the ritual. Bro, right? Especially when they're, like, they're the only thing that's opened up late. You could sit down, you could be talking, like, it's crazy. I, I think it's because California doesn't have any Waffle Houses, but that's like what Waffle Houses are like in the South and Midwest because they got those everywhere except for California. Oh, yeah, bro. And then they got the little two, four, six, eight menu. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I, it's fire, bro. <laughs> it's, I ain't going to cap. Like, I'm, I'm like, I don't really care about spending money and all that, but like, like, it's just, it's so good, bro. Like, it just, I don't know. I always order that little, what is it? It's like, Oh, eggs in a basket. But I, yeah. don't, I don't think they sell it no more, though. Ah, oh, damn. That's a bummer, yeah, yo. Yeah, bro. Like, I used to – because I remember I went recent and I tried to order the eggs in a basket because that's the thing that I always order, bro. I always order that. Sheesh. With a little peanut butter shake. Yeah. <laughs> that's making me hungry right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was – it was crazy, bro. I remember I went to community college to play football. And, like, yeah. you know, so you're always trying to gain weight. But, like, I, I was working a part-time job and, like, Minimum wage back then was crazy. It was $8, like, an hour. So, no way. Yeah, so I just remember, like, anytime we went to Denny's, bro, I got the – for $4, you can get those all-you-can-eat pancakes. Oh, yeah. Bro, and I would just wolf them down, you know, trying to, like, after workouts, after playing basketball or whatever, bro, just eating, like, 10 to 12 pancakes, bro, because I was just trying to get big, you know. But that shit was – and it was 4 bucks, you know. Like, you yeah, can have a look. Bro, 4 bucks could help for anybody. You yeah. Me? Like, hey, yo, this is – same thing with McDonald's, you know, like after school, you know, them dollar menus, you yeah. come through, like them dollar burgers and all that, like the spicy chickens, let's see the, um, the cheeseburgers, dollar drinks, they would come through all the time, bro. Like, yeah, after hell yeah. that's crazy. You used to play football. Yeah. Yeah. So what I played, I played linebacker and, uh, and a little bit of safety, but, um, I played through high school and then I wanted to play a little bit of community college. I did like a season and a half there. And uh, it was a lot of fun, man. Like, football was something that, like, I love, like, to the death. I coach football right now in, in Garden Grove, where 80 of them are from. Oh, so, yeah, so I just – football is, like, giving me, like, a really good outlet to do a lot of different things in life. But football is, like, man, that's that's my go-to. You ball up, too, like basketball? Yeah, so my freshman year, I played all three. I played football, basketball, baseball. And, like, I, I was never, like, really good at all of them or any one of them, but, like, I was solid, like, at all of them. Yeah, at so, least you went like, uh huh, like, damn. Yeah. Yeah, I'll fail you. 
So I got I have a group of friends that I'll go ball with every now and then. It's it's tough right now finding parks and shit because, like I said, during the summer it seemed like they opened up parks again and like we could hoop anywhere at the popular parks. But I think they just got too crowded, so they they shut them down again. They put like the two, uh, wooden planks between a lot of nets, and I'm just like, damn, yo, like we can't even exercise. Like that's, that's kind of whack. Yeah, I damn that shit sucks, bro. Because it's like I love balling there too. Like, well, I'm I'm kind of trash. I ain't gonna cap like. I suck at balling, but, like, at 2K or something, like, I love playing that game. It's it's weird because it's, like, I'm kind of trash at balling, <laughs> like, in person, but I'm kind of good at 2K. Yeah. <laughs> I would play soccer, too, though. I was I was nice with it. Hey. Yeah, what, what, was, what position do you play in soccer? I used to play forward, bro. Okay. Damn, yeah. so you were one of the fast, like, really skilled, huh? I was, bro, I was moving. Like, that was when I was skinnier, though. Like, I was in shape. Like, I remember my dad had his own soccer team, so he would have me, my little brother, all my cousins. Dang. And then, like, the kids that used to grow up with us and the neighbors, like, we would have – we would play soccer, bro. It was just – it was fun, man. Like, good old times. Like, it was just fun. Wish I could play soccer again, but, like, bro, I don't have that type of energy no more. Yeah, it's tough, man. Yeah. You ever you ever do an indoor? I know indoors a lot less running. Ooh, indoors fun. I haven't done indoor since like two years, bro. Two years ago. Yeah. It's like we would always go play. It's just crazy, bro. It's fun though. It's it's hella fun. Yeah. What uh, high did you did you play in high school or what high school did you go to? I used to go to Montclair High. Okay. Uh I don't know if you know that. Do That's you, over in LA, right? No, it's right here, like IE area. Okay. So, like, Montclair, it would be Montclair. It's next by Pomona, Ontario. Oh, okay, okay. Out by there. Okay, like Rancho kind of area? Yeah, or not? Oh, Rancho's kind of, like, more over there. <laughs> All right. But, yeah, it would be right there. Yeah, I, I didn't play in high school, though. Okay. I was I was just, like, I couldn't because I would always have bad grades and shit. Ah, damn. Yeah, that's the only reason I couldn't play. For sure. It sucks. Yeah. Well, going back to the, the music, when did you kind of really, like, kind of, at least in the beginning, I feel like a lot of artists I talk to, they kind of, like, experiment with different sounds and they kind of find their groove. When did you kind of, like, find, like, your what you wanted to be, like, really good at? Well, honestly, I'm still looking for my sound, bro. Like, mm. I'm still, like, fucking around with my sound a lot. Like, right now, like, I'm, like, doing Spanish music. Like, I'm doing the whole, like, I don't know, like, the whole reggaeton vibey stuff, like I'm doing that right now. But at the same time, I'm going back to like, cause I don't want to just do Spanish music and leave like, you know, cause I have the English fan base mm-hmm. as well. Like, I don't want to leave them like that. Like, oh, like fuck y'all type shit. I'm sticking to like Spanish music. You get me? Yeah. That's why I go back to like, yo, like I'm doing um, uh, English music as well. Cause it's like, I just, I'm always about like, yo, I care about like what people listen to. You feel me? So, so it's yeah. like, if, like my listeners, like, they listen to, like, you know, Spanish. I'm going to give them the Spanish music. If my listeners want that English, I'm going to give them that English music as well. Like, I'm not – or sometimes I'll just combine them both, English and Spanish, at the same time in the song. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's just – it's it's hard finding your sound, though, bro. It's just, like, I think I kind of found my sound in a sense, mm-hmm. but I think I could do better or I think I could just, like – I think there's something out there that's – good for me as well you feel me because it's just like you know you could be good at something bro 
but I but there's always levels to this is like there's like there's good, there's better, there's better, there's greater, yeah. great, yeah. it's great. You know, like I feel like I'm right there, but I feel like I could do better. I could do way better. Like I, I'm just always trying to like top myself off. Like, yeah. you know, like trying to be like the best of myself, like type. Yeah. That's, That's good. Yeah. Hell yeah. Especially too, like you said, the best version of yourself. Like I think a lot of times, no matter what you do, whether you make music or podcasts, whatever, mm-hmm. if you sell cars, like we always like to compare ourselves to like coworkers or people who are also making music or people who are also making podcasts but sometimes you can't worry about like the numbers and what they're doing you just got to focus on being the best version of yourself you know that's facts bro being the best version of yourself helps you a lot too as well because it's like once you're the best version of yourself it's just like you know you have the ability to like do anything you want to you feel me because it's Mm -hmm. like most people don't understand that like our mind's the one that controls everything bro yeah it's crazy because it's just like like, if you want something, bro, you can make it happen. Like, anybody that wants to be an artist, a football player, like, you know, a podcast or anything, if you really want to do it, like, you can do it. You just got to keep – you got to really want it, bro, because it's like – and that's the best version of yourself because it's like once you're that version, you're going to make everything happen, bro. Oh, yeah. Like, bro, it's just like you just got to keep telling yourself, like, I want to be this. I want to be that. You're going to really – you got to want it from your heart, though. You can't just be like, yo, I want this and then half-ass it. You feel me? You got to, right. like, go full – you got to go crazy on it, bro. Yeah. You know? Yeah, the my, I feel like as I've gotten older, like, especially during the quarantine, I've been doing a lot more reading. I feel like the mind is, like, crazy powerful. Like, we still don't even, like, understand, like, all of it and, like, its powers and capabilities. But, like, I'll – I hear stories of like people who are like handicapped and like they like doctors told them to never walk again and they like fucking just kept motivating themselves and trick and then like they walk now and I'm just like what the fuck like that awesome you mean like range. <laughs> yeah and it's it's just I don't know you hear more story more and more stories like that and it's I don't know and as you get older too I think you kind of understand a little bit you mature a lot more you you kind of read different things or hear different things and you're just like yo like the the mind is crazy powerful like you said you could right, do anything. Yeah, I remember as a kid thinking, like, oh, you could do anything you want to. So it was like, well, I can't be 6'5". You know, I'm like, I can't make the NBA then, right? Yeah. But uh, I feel oh. like to a certain extent, like, you could – you can kind of do, like, almost everything but that. Like, unless you need those, like, really, like, like tall features or really yeah. big or whatever, you know? I feel like you could you could be the, in the NBA if you're short, bro. If you're really good, skilled as hell, you can make it. Like, this not, nah, bro. I feel like a lot of people are just trying to put limits to certain shit. But I feel like, say, say I want to be. I'm short. Well, I'm not. I'm not short, Loki. I'm five eleven. But I was gonna say I'm short. But <laughs> now, nah, but like anybody that's like short and wants to be in the NBA, they can make it. They could change the whole NBA rules yeah. or whatever. You feel me? Like they could be the first person to be like, let's see, uh, five four into the NBA. Yeah. Bro, anything could happen in this world, bro. Like, it's just like if you push so hard for it, you really want it. You're going to make it happen. Yeah. That's and there, there's, there's been a few dudes in the NBA, like, throughout history. I think yeah. that I think the shortest dude's ever been, like, 5'5". Five, five. Oh, but there, shit. Yeah. So, uh, like, Earl Boinkin, off the top of my head, he was really short. Spud Webb. Spud Webb was, like, 5'7", but he could dunk, bro. He was, like – See, I don't think it happened, bro. It's just, yeah. like, those, those are the people that are paving the way for the, any other people that are, like, 5'4", 5'3", 5'5", you know, like – those people are paving the way for like anybody that yeah. wants to do that. That's that short. You feel me? 
Yeah. And if you watch soccer, you know, Leo Messi's like the best soccer player in the world, you know, the past few years. And this dude's short as hell. I think Cristiano Ronaldo is. <laughs> all right. All right. Okay. 1A, 1B, kind of, you know, they're, they're top two, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. Nah, nah. I agree with you, though. Messi, he's good, bro. He good. I ain't like he's good. It's it's funny though, cause it's like you know how you said Messi and then I said Ronaldo. That's how me and my brother be like. We always go at war with it. We always be like, nah, Ronaldo's better. Nah, Messi is. It's yeah. just kind of yeah, that's funny. <laughs> that's how it always it was like with music though too. Like in the nineties, it was Tupac, Biggie. Oh, like yeah. like now it's like Kendrick versus whoever's up, Drake, J Cole. You know whoever it may be. Football, bas- basketball is LeBron and MJ. Right? Is LeBron better than Jordan? And like. You know, so I feel like we always like to compare because we always want to, like, put one guy on a pedestal and be like, yo, this is this is the greatest. This is the model, you know, but a lot of times it's not easy like that. There could be like, a lot of different greats and a lot of different lanes, you know, like, yeah, like, like, regga- yeah, like reggaeton, like, think about, like, I, like, I had this conversation with a friend, like, mm. like, months ago, but like Daddy, An- Daddy Yankee was, like, the king, and then, like, Bad uh-huh. Bunny comes in, and I remember he was, like, kind of like, oh, is Bad Bunny better than Daddy Yankee? And I was like, I think so, you know, like, I think he's passed him. No, no, bad. I think Bad Bunny is he's a goat in this generation. Yeah, because Daddy Daddy Yankee was the goat, goat, goat. But like in back then, you feel me? But yeah. it's always like like he's always gonna still be the goat and all that. Like right now, there's like I'll be seeing like people saying like, oh, you know who's Anuel? Yeah, yeah, I've heard of him. Yeah, they're like Anuel or Daddy. Yan- oh no, Anuel or Bad Bunny? Who's better? And it's just like I think they're both great, bro. They're they're both my favorite. Spanish artists, you feel me? But like, I feel like people, that's how beef starts, you feel me? Because it's just like, people always want to compare like, yo, he's better, nah, he's better, y'all, he's better. And then like, you know, that's, then that's when like stuff happens. It's just, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's crazy, man. Especially like, I really like Bad Bunny too, because he's done a lot of, he's kind of like emerged himself further into like the whole like English game too, like with making songs with Drake, obviously like that was, that was a huge song that like really put him on. (laughs) Yeah. Like a whole nother like global level. And it's just crazy. Like even the music videos that he does like super creative, but he can, he has like so much range too, man. He can make like the party club music, but then also like the really sad stuff that like girls like to cry to. He's very talented, bro. Like Bad Bunny is one of my favorite artists as well. Like he's, He's a goat, bro. He's just like he's very versatile. Like he's very like he's smart as hell. Like when mute when it comes down to music, like he's he's a genius, bro. On that shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, looking at the year twenty twenty, did you have any like concerts lined up for you that you were supposed to perform at that had to get canceled because of the pandemic or anything else like that? Um, we're trying to take like some certain shows, like. There's going to be a show with NLE Choppa in Pomona. We are going to try to get like, go for that one, you feel me? Uh, but I guess that one got canceled. Um, but the last show we just had was just, uh, let's see, what was it? It was Xavier Wolf, bro. That was the last show we ever had. I think that was, like, in February. I don't remember. But, like, ever since then, like, we couldn't, we couldn't get any other shows because it's just, like, this, the, you know, the pandemic and all that happened. Yeah. So it's just like, I, I don't think they're just looking for artists anymore. I mean, certain, like, we got, I know certain artists, like, upcoming artists, like, out that are out here got shows, but they got canceled as well because the whole COVID thing. And it sucks, bro. Mm-hmm. It sucks. <laughs> how do you, how do you like living in the Inland Empire? Oh, uh, living here? Yeah. Yeah. 
it's pretty it's it's cool bro it's it's cool i mean um there's a i i like it because it's just like you know there's a lot of hidden talent out here bro and it's 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 pretty dope because it's just like you know like you get to network with a lot of artists out here it's just like i don't know it's la you know everybody helps out each other and all that or it's like a competition and all that out there so it's just like LA's known to be like the whole music, the yeah. city right there, you know, of like art and all that. And then you got IE. I feel like IE just has like a bunch of hidden talent, bro. There's a lot of there's a lot of dope ass rappers out here, bro. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of good ass musicians. Like there's a lot. Like I'm saying, like I feel like IE is the hidden talent city. Mm. Like the out here is just like a bunch of hidden talent. You got San Bernardino, bro. You got yeah. a bunch of good ass fucking rappers out there. Like, there's one guy that just came out from out there. His name is J.I. Mm-hmm. He, uh, I think J.I. Bands or J.I. I'm not really sure his name is. I got that shit mistaken. It's like, <laughs> my bad. Um, but um, he's hard, bro. I've heard his music. He's coming out from San Bernardino. He's been doing, like, stuff with, like, Phoenix Flex and, and all that. I've, I peep shit. Like, I see, like, everything, you know. And then you got some dope-ass artists in, like, Riverside, like, Trippy Bone and yeah. all them. Like, his whole squad. They're hard, though, too, like. You got like different cities around here, you know, like all like one of the homies, his name is Inky Boy Lex. I think you heard him. Nah, I've heard of him. Yet. He's like with like Swifty Blue and all that. Oh, okay. I, yeah, yeah so, okay. I've seen that stuff from, around. Yeah, he's from Ontario. So it's like there's a bunch of artists out here, like, you know, you got out here like what like me and Reggie, like we're out here trying to do something as well. And then um, but you just got a lot of hidden talent out here, bro. Uh yeah. And then there's, like, a lot of kids that are, like, a lot of kids, adults that make music, that are hungry as fuck to get, like, seen and all that, be seen, be heard, everything, like, but it's crazy. I just, well, what I'm trying to do is just, like, trying to connect L.A. artists with I.E. artists. So, like, you know, like, some shit could happen, bro. You never know. You get me? Like, it's it's just, bro, I feel like L.A. artists could help out, like, I.E. artists probably. And vice versa too, right? Like, like you guys get fans from both areas, so that way you do a show in LA, and you know you got like a consistent, solid fan base out there, you know? Or they do a show out here, you know, like, and then they got their stuff out here. I'm, I'm pretty sure, like, I'm pretty sure uh, there's like LA, LA people fuck around with like uh, IE people, like certain artists, and then IE people, of course, like they fuck around with like uh, LA artists as well. It's just, it's just goes back and forth, shit. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of the talent, too, I was reading up that you're part of an art collective or an artist collective called Inland. Are you still part of that? Oh, hell yeah. Inland. Inland for life. I'm just yeah. kidding. Tell, <laughs> me how that, tell me how that came about. Uh, so my bro, Reggie, he's the one that he said, like, he wanted to start a collective. He wanted to, like, add, I'm a, put a couple, like, art, like, certain artists that he, like, fucks with and all that. Like, he, want, he just wants, like, he wants to push a movement like where it comes down like for like you know inland empire like yeah. certain artists that are like yeah and then um he asked me like to be well like he, yeah he did tell me to be in it and then i told him i was like yo i'm always down with it you know because like i like reggie's my brother bro so it's like whatever he tells i'm like i'm with it i'm always the type of person like, i'm down bro let's get it let's like i'm always like the type of person like yeah let's make some shit happen like let's get it um but He's just I'm trying to make a movement, bro, like, for the Inland Empire. He's trying to, like, help out artists. Bro, like, he 
he as an artist, bro, and as a person, bro, he's a genuine ass person. You get me? Like, mm -hmm. he always helps out like people that don't have a fan base or whatever. You get me? Like, he's always like trying to. He's always willing to help out people. That's the whole point of Inland. Like, you know, it's just a, it's a family, bro. It's just like, yo, like we're trying to help out each other. We got a videographer. We got like, you know, we're a team. We're basically it's just like we all got to help each other out. And then like, you know, my other guy. My other guy, like Reno, he's like the behind the scenes. He's like the photographer and all that. He's our brother too. He's like my management as well. So like he helps out, manages, and then like, yeah, man. That's the whole point of Inland, just the movement of just trying to be like making IE into yeah. something. Like making like, you know how like LA's LA, like everybody knows LA, you get me? And then IE, like you tell people like, oh, what's IE? They're going right. to be like, ah, I don't know. Like, you know, and then like, yeah, we're just trying to be like that. Like, we're trying to make IE into, like, another L.A. Right. It's, like, up and coming. Because, like, even being from Orange County, like, I, I went to school in Sacramento for a little bit to finish up my bachelor's. But, you know, you tell people from Orange County or a certain specific city, like, whether it's Garden Grove, Santa Ana, Anaheim, you say that, and they're like, oh, like, where is that? And then you, most of the time you say, oh, it's, like, 40 minutes from L.A. Yeah. Like, it's the same thing with like the Empire. It's like, oh, I'm from Riverside. They're like, where is that? It's like, oh, it's an hour and a half away from LA. You know, it's kind of that that ordeal. We're still tied in with LA when, like, both IE OC, they're trying to become their own like separate entities. Yeah, and I see OC, bro. OC got a lot of artists. Like, I know a couple like on Instagram that we be chopping it up and all that. But like, it's art, bro. Y'all got talent out there too, bro. That's yeah. dope shit. Yeah, like, bro, that's the whole point. It's all about unity, bro. Like, we all got to help. I feel like we all help each other. We can make just, like, bro, I feel like a lot of musicians and artists will be, like, it'll be crazy, bro. Yeah. Like, I, I, if, like, IE artists collabs with OC, OC collabs with LA, LA collabs with IE, it's just, like, a whole triangle. You get me? Yeah. Think about it. Just, like, the Bay and LA, they always collab, bro. Always. Yeah. Artists. Yeah. It's just, like, it's all about like working together because it's just once you work together, shit happens. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's like a, you have to have like a bigger fish theory, right? Because like, you know, there's like the I know Ice Cube said in one of his songs, like big fish in a little pond, like that kind of deal. I, I feel like especially here in Orange County, from what I've seen through social media, I feel like too many people are like, oh, I want to be king of OC. Now I'm the king of OC. Now I'm the king of this city or whatever. Right. And it's, it's like, yo. You yeah, know, kind I'm, of, right? I'm the king of New York. <laughs> yeah, it, it's like, dog, like, okay, even if you are the king of Orange County, like, does anybody know about you in, like, the Bay Area? Does anybody know what you in, like, L.A., like, 50 minutes out? You know, so it, I think you got to think bigger than that, right? Like, that, like, mm -hmm. like, people from L.A., and obviously when they make it to a bigger platform, they're collabing with, like, people up in the Bay Area, and then people out in, like, New York and Atlanta, Detroit, so many different sounds, right? So you, yeah. you just got to think bigger than that, you know, like, you can't just be like, oh, yeah, I want to be the best in, like, Riverside or Rancho Cucamonga. Like, nah, like, think bigger. Like, you want to be the best in California, best on the yeah, West Coast. Yeah. yeah, all West Coast, East Coast, Southeast yeah. Coast. <laughs> yeah, all yeah. that. Like, nah, but it's just, no, I, I totally understand that shit, though, because I feel like a lot of people out here be as well, like, I'm the king of the IE. You get me? Oh, okay. I'm just like, all right, bro. See, like, once you start saying shit like that, a lot of people, other artists are going to start saying shit. And then it's just like, I feel like once it's like that, everybody's just going to start going at war with each other type shit. Like, no, I'm the best artist out here. Like, fuck every artist, you know, type shit. It's just like, if it's going to be like that, it's just like, it's good, bro. Like, music is, it's it's a competition at the end of the day. 
right. the game is just like of who's better makes it on top. But at the end of the day, it's just like, yo, um, if you could help out each other, like, you know, if you guys like collab or whatever, y'all can make some hot shit. If you're better, if you think you're better and the other guy thinks he's better, if y'all come up, if y'all collab together, bro, y'all gonna make some hot ass shit. You feel yeah. me? It's just like, yo, that's how I see it. I don't know, because I've never been the type of person to be like, yo, I'm better, I'm better, bro, because I know there's better than me, but I, at the end of the day, I got to have the mentality, like, I'm better, though. Like, I'm good, so I could, like, keep pushing myself to be way, way better. You get me? Right, and it's like yeah. what we were talking about earlier, like, being the best version of yourself. Not, no matter what, like, anybody else is doing, just be the best version of you. Yeah, bro, it's exactly. That's the whole point, because it's just like, I don't know. Yeah, bro. <laughs> But I, I think about it, I don't know if, like, you listen to Dreamville at all, like, the artists that they got. Oh, like, Bass, uh, J.I.D. Yeah. Is it, I think, is he from Dreamville? Dreamville? Yeah, yeah, all the, J.I.D., Boz, uh, J. Cole, Earth Game. But they did a, they did a album last year, right, together, Revenge of Ooh. the Dreamers 3. Yeah. And that shit was fire, but they could have easily been like, all right, well, we just want Dreamville artists because yeah. it's a Dreamville-produced album. But they got, like, guys like Buddy and... Um, reason from tde they got all kinds of people from like everywhere and like they got like some small name people who like that was like their first big yeah. um like their first big album or like single that album was, that was a fucking whoo yeah shit, dude my favorite song right there is costa rica yeah <laughs> oh i got hold of costa rica. <laughs> that song is amazing bro it's just like they have all the fucking dope ass artists even like i didn't even what's his name again fuck Who's the one that does the hook of Costa Rica? Is it, it Guap Dad? Is it Guap Dad that one or no? Yeah, I've never heard of him, bro. That was my first time hearing him of him. I was like, bro, this guy's hard as hell. Like, I like his music. So I started listening to like more of his music. He 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 got talent, bro. He yeah. I think he, I don't know how we got invited to their like studio sessions, but I think he was the only artist in the studio sessions that didn't have a verification on Twitter, Instagram, like, but after that, obviously he got verified and he just like grew his fan base. But I'm like, dude, that's hard. Like Imagine the people in the Inland Empire and OC and LA did that. Like, that'd be crazy, you know? That's that's the whole point. It's just like, see, you see how you just put that up. Like, they help artists. Like, they help. Same thing like Lil Baby. You see Lil Baby, he's always helping out, like, artists. He's always like, yo, like, here, you need a platform. Even, like, 42 Doug. You never heard of him, huh? Nah. And until, like, his album, you're like, oh, shit, this guy, hard as hell. Like, especially, okay, like, now taking it back to Tory Lanez, his new album. He has some guy, his name is uh, Yoko or something. Okay. Like, he's not even verified on Instagram, bro. He only has 4,000 followers and he got put on. It's all about like just helping each other out though. It's just like, it's crazy, bro. It's just like, if certain people do help each other out, then it's just like, that's when, yo, certain cities are gonna start taking over. Like you gave me like, yo, we're the, no, nah, I'm not gonna say that because then that's gonna be something. I was gonna say like, oh, we're gonna be the new LA. <laughs> 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 I'm not gonna say. Yeah. But but even back in the day, you know, like Do Dr. Dre had a hand in finding like Eminem and taking him to the level where he was at. Fifty Cent, 50 Cent. Um, Kendrick yeah. Lamar, more recently, like you know, what I mean, he had a he had a hand in a lot of like putting a lot of people on. So it's just like you said, it doesn't. I don't know. I feel like some people can be selfish and they just want more for themselves. But I feel like when you come from like places where like a lot of these rappers come from and stuff, like yeah. you want to see a lot of people succeed, not just yourself. And so it's cool yeah. that other rappers, like whether it's like studio time or just like engineering, like it could be anything small or like a simple shout out on Instagram. Like it's yeah. easy to help yeah. another yeah. artist get on, yeah. you know, repost or something, you know, like that's why I'm always like, I'm always all in for like helping anybody. Like I'm not, 
I'm not the type of person when somebody always hits me up talking about like, yo, can you check out my music? Can you share it? Like, I'll be like, yeah, of course. Like, you give me like, I'm down because I'm always, I always want, I want to see everybody win at the end of the day. You feel me? Even yeah. if like, I don't know you, whatever. Like at the end of the day, bro, you keep doing your shit, keep pushing. You know, you're gonna make it far as long as you have that. If long as you have that mentality where you just, I'm hungry. I want this. I want this. I want that. Yeah. You can make it far. Trust. Yeah, and I think it's cool too because it's it's kind of risky, especially if you like you don't know the person, or even if you do know the person, you don't really know them well. Like it's it's a it's kind of a risk, you know. You're putting yourself out there and be like, hey, like can you just sh- check out my music and share it if you like it, and that kind of thing. Let me know what you think. But there, you think about how many people who like would want to do that, but they're not actually like doing it. They're not putting them t- the time in because they're yeah. they're scared. They're not confident. They don't have the resources or, or whatever. They make up some sort of excuse. You know what I'm saying? But these people out here doing it's like I give you props. You know, it's it's kind of nerve wracking when you first ask someone to check out your music and, and your music. And it's just like because you're just scared of their opinion. Because yeah. I, to be honest, bro, I'm gonna be real with you. I do that. Like I send my shit to like bigger people though like you know like i'm always like yo or like i always send my shit to like you know like my people i'd be like yo check me out one time you know like whatever because that's the whole point it's just like that helps you like you know like get heard even people that never heard of you like they're gonna be like oh shit i actually like this song like yo you're good like and they're they're gonna fuck with you there's always bro like you gotta even if they don't fuck with my music or like they don't fuck with your music or whatever Bro, you shouldn't get broken down because of that. There's always, like, that should motivate you more. You'd be like, yo, fuck it. Like, you know, I got more people that are going to fuck with me. You get me? Yeah. Yeah, it should be like that. That's how I see it. Yeah, and it's crazy, too, because, like, especially with, like, online, like, even if no one fucks with you, like, let's say, in, like, in your city or, like, your neighborhood, like, bro, you could post that shit and someone in, like, Canada or someone in fucking El Salvador or Guatemala, you know, any other country, like, they catch on to it. Cause I, like I know on the podcast, at least where I have the, I can get like statistics from where people listen. And I have like a solid listening group in Brazil and Turkey. And I'm just like, bro, I don't know anybody out there, but like every month I like, I get like two or three listens from there. I'm just like, what? Like, that's crazy. You know, that's dope, bro. That's fucking dope. Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> that means you worldwide, bro. <laughs> a little bit, right? Like it's a start, you know? Oh yeah. That's dope though. Like, yeah, bro. That's always a start. You feel me? Like, you can't start off with everything in your hands. You got to work for it. You feel me? Like, that's the whole point. Yeah. You just keep working, 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 be consistent. Like, you know, just wanting it. Like I kept saying, like, I always say, bro, like, if you want it, you got to really want it to, like, really do it. Yeah. You get me? Yeah. What, what, what motivates you to keep doing it? Like, despite all the obstacles you may have faced, what just kind of, what kind of keeps you going at the end of the day? Bro, honestly, I'm, what makes me go all the time is just like, I don't know, it's just, I really wanna do something for my mom, you feel me? Like, I wanna, like, I'll, like, my family pretty much is like what gets me going, cause it's just like, I wanna make it where they don't gotta work no more, you feel me? So it's just like, I gotta keep going far, I wanna get further. So it's just like everything's set and I'm set for life type shit. Like, my mom could be set, like, my family could be set. My, if, say, in the future I have kids, they're set. That's just my mentality. And it's just like, I made a promise too to like somebody before like they like passed away and all that. Like I told them like, yo, like I'm gonna make it watch. I promise like I'm gonna I'm a keep pushing every day. I'm gonna go hard. I'm, I don't care if I gotta go through obstacles. Like I'm just keep pushing hard every day. And that's what makes me go harder too. Like every day as well. I'm just, every day is just keep pushing, bro. That's it. If it's not like 
don't get me wrong. Like, sometimes I got my lazy days when I'm not productive. I just be home playing Modern Warfare and shit. Like, <laughs> <you know? laughs> but it's just like, after, like, later, I'd be like, nah, I got to go write music. I got to go do something. So that's when I, like, you know, you just keep pushing, bro. Yeah, even uh, if it's promoting, you know, just always try and yeah, at least promoting. From, yeah, me from with the podcast, you know, there's some days where like, fuck, I should have edited this. I should have, I should have done that. I should have reached out to so and so. But if I could do at least like a simple promotion and share it on the story or, you know, yeah. like that kind of thing, I feel like, you know, like that, even that, just like one thing a day, like people can see the consistency with see with it, you know? Bro, promoting. Yeah. You could, you need that. That's for sure. That's one thing. You got like any artist needs promotion, bro. Yeah. That's you grab the hottest song, bro, or whatever, but like without promotion, it's not gonna go far. Cause you promotion helps a fucking lot, bro. A lot. Yeah. I and mean, spe especially when you're like young and up and coming and not that many people know about you. Cause you know, yeah. Kendrick Lamar doesn't need promotion because so many people follow him already, right? Yeah, hell yeah. But I feel like at these stages, like whatever you're doing, even if like you're an author or uh, artist or poet like you know like you just need promotion to help you get found and discovered to take you to a higher level you know uh, that's crazy that's what i've been doing lately too i was like whenever i not i don't do shit like i just be promoting myself or like i or like I, yeah i just promote myself so like like i have a lot of spanish listeners now so like just because of promotion it helps me so it's like it's lit bro like when i drop a song god willing they fuck with it too you feel me yeah yeah I was looking at your Instagram, too. I saw that you got played, like, internationally, too, on different radio stations. How did that feel? Bro, that shit was – I was happy. I was like, yo, that's fucking lit. Like, you know, I was just so excited. Like, I remember uh, I called my brother and my mom. I told him, I was like, yo, like, I'm getting played on the radio in um, – it's on Honduras and Puerto Rico, Damn. like, the radio. So I was like, fuck. That was – bro, that made me happy. That kind of motivated me more. It was like – if this shit could happen, I feel like something else could happen if I keep going harder. You feel me? It's just like yeah. if I if I keep pushing harder, I feel like something something bigger could happen. Cause it's like like you know behind every door there's something big. There's something. It's either something small or something bigger. But behind each door is like, say I open a the door. There's a small door. I open that door. There's a big ass door. Yeah. I open like it's just like a little puzzle. You feel me? Like a little maze. So it's just like. It's a maze where you, until, like, you get to where you want. Yeah, and that'd be dope, too, especially if you build, like, a fan base out there. Man, when things open up, take a Ooh. tour out to Honduras or Puerto bro, Rico, bro. Yeah. Bro, tell me, um, some girl wanted me to perform in Peru. Ooh. It's some wow. little festival that I got hit bro, up. by. what? Yeah, bro. And then I was like, ah. But she told me, like, late notice. I was like, she's, I guess she was, like, a like a little um promoter. Nah, um, the people that set up like the festivals and all that, um, like a organizer kind of thing. No, yeah, like they get artists and all that. I think it's promoted, Loki. I might, yeah. But, maybe, um, she, yeah. I remember she told me. I'm like, yeah, it's probably promoted. <laughs> uh, nah, but uh, yeah, she hit. She told me she was like, "Oh, do you want to perform like on this thing?" Like I was like, "Yo, I'm I'm down and all that." But she told me it was like. It's next week. I was ah. like, what? <laughs> I was like, what? How am I supposed to go to Peru next week or like today or tomorrow? I can't just drop everything off. Because I remember I had a studio session like next week already lined up. So I was like, yeah. damn, that's crazy. But um, yeah, hopefully. I told her, I was like, next time I'm down, like, just let me know. And she was like, yeah, of course, I'll let you know. But she was just telling me in Spanish. And I was like, yeah, I'm with it. Like, 
Damn. It was pretty dope. I was just like, damn, that got offered. Well, yeah. I didn't do it. It's like, that could have helped. But it was just during the quarantine. But I guess she was doing it. Um, They go to Peru, and then they do, like, some little, um, what is it? Uh, They go inside a room, and then they just perform. So it's just like a, like a virtual performance. Oh, okay, okay. So you don't have people in there, but, like, you just go in, and you just perform, and then they do it online type shit. I was like, oh, I could have just low-key done that in my house or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, they, she didn't tell me that. She didn't tell me that. So I was like, fine. Damn. Yeah. Man, well, hopefully next time that you still keep her contact like, info. Like, next no, no, I, I still keep in contact with her. So it's yeah. like, it's like, yeah. That's hella dope. But what other projects do you have that you're working on? Uh, uh, let's see. Oh, you kind of froze for a second. I was like, oh, shit. Oh, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you good. You good. No. Um, um, I have a lot of music in the vault, bro. A lot. So it's like, I have a song with 80, so I kind of wanted to drop that. Hey. It's me, 80, and Reggie. Uh, I want to drop that soon. That song's hard. I like it. <laughs> uh, um, Let's see. I want to start doing features, but, like, with big artists now. So it's like, I kind of, I guess, like, you know, I'm going to have to invest in myself. You get me? Like, more. So, like, to get, say, like, if I want to feature from, like, Mozzie or something, you get me? Like, just saying. Like, I guess, I don't know. I'm just trying to work on those type of features right now. Yeah. Make a song with, like, big artists. So, like, it can help me out as well. You get me? Yeah. Yeah. What What about, um? isn't Audio Push, the, the guys from there, aren't they from the IE or not? Nah? Oh, yeah. Bro, Audio Push is from IE. They're, do they they're dope. Giving, do they be giving back at all? Huh? Do they be giving back at all, like, helping other artists or not? Nah? Uh, to be honest, I can't really speak on that because I don't really know. I don't really keep up with that, like, audio push and all that like that. Uh, so I don't really know. If they do, they do. Like, you know, hey, man, that's that's dope as fuck. They're giving back to, like, people in the community and all that. Like, but, um, yeah, bro, I'll probably get a song with them, hopefully. Man, that'd be tight, yo. They made <laughs> some really I, – I, like, I fuck with some of their music. I remember, like, 2013 like, to 16. Yeah. Like, well, I Am Sue. Yeah. They had a song with Joey Badass, too. I forgot what it was called, but that shit was hard, yo. Yeah, bro. I am so, I am so hard. I remember HBK, you know yeah. how we play. <laughs> that used to be my saying, I'm a heartbreaking kid. Let's be uh, it. I remember that shit. That shit was lit, bro. Uh, fuck. That was middle school shit, too. Like, yo, HBK. I remember. All right, well, before we wrap things up, uh, you know, what are some other goals that you have for the year 2020 and going forward? Man, just keep going hard. Hopefully, like, you know, keep pushing, making dreams happen. More podcasts. Hopefully, we have one in the future again, bro. Let's yeah. get it. with that shit. That shit was lit. Yeah, like and, a little studio, man. That's the goal one day, hopefully. Hey, man. Hey, bro. Anything can happen. Like I said, bro, you just got to keep pushing. You got to want it. You get me? You can make it happen, bro, because it's like, you have the control and the power to, like, your destiny type shit. You yeah. get me? Like, you could make anything happen as long as we, you just got to keep pushing. Right. But that's what goes. More shows, more music. Hopefully, I get verified. Hey. Verified. Like, yeah, that's the goal, bro. I'm trying to get verified because I feel like once you get verified, like, it helps a lot as well. Because, mm -hmm. like, yeah. And then um, just making shit happen, bro. I guess. Yeah. All right. 
Well, before we wrap things up, I do like to ask these like quick hitter, like outside the box thinking questions. If you were stuck on an island, but you had food and water provided, what are three things that you'd want to bring to pass the time? Oh, I'll bring my PS4. I'm just kidding. I can't can't charge that. I'm going to be charging it in the stand and all that. Uh, Three things. Damn, that's a tough one. You said food. And water are taken care of, so you don't have to worry about, like, bringing anything like that. Well, I basically got a house in an island type shit. Yeah, kind of, yeah. Uh, like a tent, I guess. <laughs> yeah, so I can't bring nothing electronic, that's for sure. I mean, you could bring, like, a generator. I I don't know. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, damn. That's kind of tough. I'll bring my dog. Okay. Yeah, I'll bring my dog for sure. Uh, so I won't be bored by myself, talking to myself and all that. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um uh, Damn, what would I bring? Probably bring a generator. And then I'll just bring, like, a TV or something with that as well. <laughs> so, I'm, yeah, I'm just vibing right. <laughs> at the beach. If you could have uh, any toppings on a pizza, what would they be? Damn. Any topping. Sounds fire. Uh, some ricotta cheese. Ooh. Ooh, that's fire right there. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. Some bacon. Pepperoni, some salami. Bro, I'm about to go to Blaze after this. No, <laughs> <laughs> no cap. Uh, let's see. Sounds fire. Ooh, some lobster. Mm. Never had no lobster pizza? I, I never had lobster pizza. I've had lobster and then I've had pizza, but I never had the two together. Got to have lobster pizza. That Now, that's a game changer right there. <laughs> you know how people be like, no, pineapples don't go on pizza? Yeah. Lobster do go on peak. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'll have to check it out. Yeah. They, they don't got lobster at Blaze, though, right? Where do you get that at? Uh, um, uh, it's uh, it's right there. Some um restaurant in L.A., bro. Okay. It's like a pizzeria. So, uh, I'll send it to you, bro. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. Yeah, I'll send it to you so you can try it. Uh, All right. Cool, cool. And then and then last question. If you could talk – if you could give yourself any – yeah. If you could give your younger self any advice, what would it be? That's that's easy. I I would just be like, yo, like don't surround with those certain people. Mm-hmm. Do not surround yourself with that. Don't do this. Um, just stick to you. Don't try to be somebody else that you were trying to prove to somebody that didn't give a fuck. You feel me? Yeah. Like I would always tell myself to like never surround yourself with those people no more. Makes yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah. That's for sure. That's one. Yeah, that's for sure one thing I know. (laughs) Well, before you go, be sure to plug where people can find your music, your social medias, and anything else you'd like to plug. I mean, well, K-O-L-A on Instagram, K-A-Y-O-H period L-A. And then you guys can find me on Spotify, uh, Apple Music, iTunes, SoundCloud, just K-O-L-A. And then we're right there. And then, yeah, Google as well, K-O-L-A. <laughs> That's what's up, man. Really looking forward, you know, to some of the, the projects and stuff that you got coming out. And best of luck to you in the future. All right, for sure, bro. Thank you, man. Appreciate you for having me. Boom, that's going to wrap it up for another episode of the My Mike and I podcast, episode 130 in the books. And guys, 
I'd greatly appreciate any support uh, I can get. I, I feel like right now I'm going through a little rut where uh, I'm just, I'm not, I'm not, honestly, I'm losing motivation, but I, I uh, to make the podcast, I still have motivation for that, but I'm just losing motivation as far as promoting it and putting it out there to people again. So, you know, I, I, I get, I'd greatly appreciate it. I'm one of those people who kind of really digs f- feedback and, and kind of needs that, uh, fuck, I forgot what that word is, sense of like validation. I know it's, not, it's something I need to work on for sure, like as a person, being able to self-validate myself and not care for the opinions of, of others, but um, it's something that I'm really struggling with right now, so I'd greatly appreciate any share with the podcast, any, you know, if you send it to a family, friend, even if I don't know about it, like, that'd be cool too, you know, just increase listenership by any means pro- uh, necessary, and uh, like I said earlier, subscribe, follow, like the page. If you're on Apple Podcast, would really appreciate any rating or review. That I would greatly appreciate that. I'm selling stickers, by the way, too. Haven't really promoted that a whole bunch, um, but I have some really cool stickers at my period Mike and period I on Instagram for you can check it out on one of the more recent posts. Um, I have a series of different stickers, about seven different designs. Two of them being holographic, so hit me up for those. Two dollars a sticker, three dollars for the holographics. Um, also on Twitter at underscore Noah Alvarez. Uh, I don't think I posted it very recently, but um, you can dig back through there and just contact me, DM me, and I'll show you a picture of the stickers that are out there. I'll probably repost that again sometime soon. Nonetheless, though, guys, as I always say at the end of each show, hope you guys chase your dreams and not checks. Never stop seeking knowledge and continue to power through any obstacle you may be facing this year, this week, this day, at the moment you're listening to this. 2020 is nearing an end, but I feel like I've reflecting back on the year as a whole i've learned so much more about myself and i'm continuing to learn more about myself and it's a struggle it's uh it's it can be sometimes very ugly but uh i'm learning and i gotta be willing to accept my faults i guess is a good way to put it and work on them continue to be a better person continue to be a good role model continue to be a better employee a son a neighbor friend, colleague, whatever it may be. And yeah, I hope you guys continue to do the same. That being said, thank you again to KOLA for being on this week's show. Like I said, follow him on Instagram and any listening platform where you can find your music. Thank you again to Generic Sports for producing the instrumental playing in the background. Thank you to Vince Correa for designing the Mamaika and I logo and plenty of the other uh, graphics that go into the Mamaika and I Instagram page. Thank you to Jules Santana and Josh Adams for helping design some of the alternate Mamaika and I logos that I made into stickers. And thank you to True 100 Radio, which is now live on Jamal 100 Airtime Pro. Um, and we're going to have a website up relatively soon with a series of podcast networks, um, all native to the local Orange County area. So it's pretty cool. It's a thing that I've uh, you know been a part of and helped start up. And I've been starting a few things this year. So it's been a big year and been a busy year for me. So I'm hoping to continue to progress in this field and hope you guys continue to watch me grow. That being said, I'm Noah Alvarez signing off. Till next time.